Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Stephen. And this is In a Barbie World. A podcast where we look at every Barbie movie from 1987 to the present day. From fairy tales to literary classics. From Mariposa to Mamadia. It's time to get unboxed. Readjust your lippy. Rock the ball gown. And let's get our Barbie on. Barbie? Colon. Princess Charm School. This has been a long time coming. You wanted this to be the Black Widow movie that we never got. Yeah, 20 CGI movies in, apparently. And this was the one I was, well, you know, when you cast an eye over the pile, I thought, oh, that could be about that. But we kind of had that, didn't we, in The Three Musketeers? Yes, yeah. And I I knew it wasn't going to be that. Mm -hmm. And then... I think I messaged you. I was I was on Letterboxd and noticed it's a ridic- it's got like four out of is it four out of four on Letterboxd or four out of five? It's one of the highest rated animated movies on Letterboxd. It's got thousands of reviews all high. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> clearly, clearly some campaign to raise it up. <laughs> but I looked and then I looked on Amazon and it's four and a half out of five on there. Uh-huh. And it's like, all my worries, you know, so all my, even though I knew my dream of what this movie was going to be, I was uh-huh. fascinated to see what it was anyway, why it was bizarrely rated so high. We say bizarrely. I think I don't know why I still don't just come in with blind faith for these films because they are just getting funnier and gayer with every instalment. And and I've got to be honest with you, reading most of the reviews, the gayness of this movie is, I think, what has <laughs> all the all the comments about all the standing of various characters with each other. It is the most canon as well. Yeah, female female relationships like. It's like explicit within the film. <laughs> like, it's the it, closest it, we've gotten. It it is. And spoilers. I don't know how you felt about it. But I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> Page of notes because now I just settle in and I'm just like, it's a great fucking movie. It's really fucking funny. It's really interesting. It's really intriguing. It's got some great characters. Like the designs are really nice. I love the outfits. All of the songs slap. Like it just like it is it just does. relentlessly good. And it just you know it does a couple of interesting things with the story. I've got yeah. some huge fucking questions about the general law of this this new universe we're in. Well, right? I read your letterbox review, and I think I have the answers for you. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Because apart from that, this was great. Oh my god. It was freaking fantastic. Why I think and I think we've got another so difficult good. we've got another <laughs> difficult conversation at the my end. Oh Mermaidia. Yeah, which when we did a mermaid's tale, which I know you hated and I was like met about, I thought that was what the rest of this po- you know, we were gonna have another twenty five of these just like so bemoaning nice. do you remember those first 15 oh <laughs> do, do you remember when we oh, remember we... the nutcracker and the big twist yeah got another big twist here yeah so absolutely so let's dive in because oh my goodness. i'm um, so i'm glad you liked it because that's the other thing as i keep saying every show i think well i like this yes. what if emily <laughs> doesn't 
<laughs> and I did wonder. I read your letterbox review, and I was like, oh no, what if I don't like it? And then, and very early on, I was like, wait, I'm confused. So we meet, we meet Barbie, but her name is Blair, and she works yep. in a cafe in like. Well, Gravia, like, like it's a Hallmark Christmas movie, and we need a random European country to put a princess in. So, like, it's like it's like Guadavia or something. It is. And it is something like that. Yes. So she works in the cafe. So I was like, right, are you Barbie the actress in a movie as a character, or are you Barbie as a character, or are you? a friend of Barbie's, like where, because we've been so meta for the last couple of movies where Barbie's mm. been an actress starring in movies that I was confused long enough, because we're watching these canonically as well, I was like, what's happening? She was called Blair. She has a, a, an adopted um, younger sister called Emily. Great name. And um, so I was like, okay, I think, this is, if anything, it's Barbie the actress is playing the character of Blair in Barbie in a Princess Charm School. But that's when we never break that. We are fully in the world of this is Blair. This is Blair and her sister, Emily. That, that's right. That All that meta stuff that we had in those other movies has gone it's away. Like gone, yeah. Which is, which which is, is fine. Which is sad. Um, as long as but it is also, it's also a contemporary story with magic with magic (laughs) so i think i i mean some of the other i guess we could have said things like thumbelina lived in a world like that but this is this is oh and i suppose the mermaid's tale as well but no this is super contemporary people have got laptops mobile phones um password hints um (laughs) but there is also but also a pet fairy like a slave Everyone's fairy, got, uh, like an indentured servant fairy. Yeah, L- yeah. It's, anyway, it's, not, it's not quite as it's not quite as um, insidious as Gringotts or or in, or indeed um, or the, house the house elves. elves. But, but there is a little bit of Harry Potter going on here. <laughs> a little bit raised eyebrowy. I was like, okay, and here's your like slave fairy slave. But, yeah. Okay. But you, but you, that you high five sometimes. But yeah, that's I, like I, sort of your friend, but like definitely still has to do your bidding all of the time. Uh. Yeah, it was a bit weird. And it's this kind of, there seems to be a lot of these countries, but this one has got a school, which is for training princesses and what I would call ladies in waiting. I forget yeah, what they call them. Well, ladies the royal, yes. Ladies royal, which is, it means that you're not, princess by blood but you will be taking on a role of we never really find out what the role is it's like oh are you ready are you prepared for the role that will await you once you graduate from princess charm school and we assume that it's some sort of leadership position in all of the various different countries Mm. um but it's never but it doesn't it it doesn't feel like to us yeah I mean, there, there is obviously a hereditary nature to it because that's a plot point later on. Yes. But there also seems to be this... Yes, they feel more like ladies-in-waiting in general, i.e. sort of, on the whole, rich kids that have been brought up to take these these royal roles, but there's an infinite number of them. 
And this I might be what you're going to explain to me later. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's mainly because, in theory, we're in like Europe, and there's mm. a princess for every. So Serbia, Hungary, Romania, Latvia, like they all have princesses, and there's just lots of them. There's like twenty countries, twenty princesses. And also, I'm thinking, I'm thinking out. about it. I'm thinking about it too much, right? That, <laughs> I, I, my, my issue is, is that there seems, there seems to be the equivalent of high school, which I think, um, yeah, which means like they're like 16 school. to 18. Yeah. And, and there's X number of princesses and ladies royal that come in, and then there'll be another intake next year. So there, there will be princess yes. after princess after princess or, or whatever coming in, but people live... Unless this is like Logan's run and they haven't told us oh that God, they will get put down that. at 30. <laughs> but but um, it just seems to, a lot of it. But then I'm thinking, Stephen, don't worry about it. Yeah. Because the there's even more ridiculous like, things. What are the roles that we're stepping into? And I think if this was made today, we'd perhaps be more explicit and there'd be more residential or politician-y or leaders in other ways like they use their skill sets and their own personal hobbies to go and become leaders you know she could the football one could become like a, a, a football co- she could coach the the country's team or something so she still uses the skill sets that she picked up in the school but not necessarily for running a country if that makes sense. which is why there's so many of them because they basically just get to take on these leadership roles but then there's whole like it's sort of pro-royal whilst also sort of being well no no it's just pro-royal it covers gentrification it covers um well it it it, is it is it is it a snide barbie commentary on the princess die conspiracy theory I mean, there's there's so much in this. It's rich. You... It's layered. And and one of the things maybe that hasn't happened in the Barbie movie so far is that, you know, like when you watch it, I don't know, and, and it's an unfair comparison, but you watch like a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. And what we often say is, look, there's all this stuff for the kids, but there's stuff for the parents watching as well. And in fact, you can watch it without being a kid or a parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is probably the first time in a Barbie movie I'm seeing a lot of subtext in the story and what's going we've already yeah. hinted at you know this is this is the gayest movie that we've seen so far but there's also there is something you can honestly read into conspiracy theories that have happened in the real world you as you say there's a, there's a little section about gentrification it talks about um the 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 you know the the masses versus the classes it's, yeah there's yeah, a lot going on here and it, like, so it might not be about it might not be about super spies but you know what this is this is cool stuff really <laughs> this is interesting cool. and the fact that like we haven't even scratched the surface of the plot yet and we're already like oh what is this world what does it mean what do they do like it's yeah really fun and on top of and, that and, everyone and... looks fucking fantastic all of the outfits Notch. yeah with there's a and it does suffer a little bit with barbie same face itis like i don't yes. think i could i could pick a couple of the characters out and maybe giving the asian character chopsticks in her hair was a little 
was not good. It's just no. like that's that wasn't good. But on Don't the but on the that. other hand, it is a multiracial. You know, there's a. Yeah. I think there's an Indian. There's people in the background. They sort of get the yeah. odd line. Um, we we're, yeah. st- we're still not having any one of color in the forefront in a in a big way. Not, not, not and, like I, and I had wonder my, if my, we will. Well, we have we have had sort of secondary characters that have very been minor in the past. secondary. Well, um, three and musketeers. One of them oh, was. Yeah, that's true. That was. They were all sort of. Um... And I th- I can't remember the one one of the present day ones. One of the present day wraparound bits. One of her friends was also. There hasn't been a lot, right? Especially no. for something that's coming out of Canada or America, where it, it is a higher percentage. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, but this is. I think this is our first um, Asian character. Yes. Yeah. And all right, so they did do something a bit uh, in the section of it, but, but I realised what she she's was there. anyway. Yeah. And and she and she visually looks a bit different. So yes. So yeah. there's a big cast. Almost multiracial, but we'll, we'll give it. I'm going to give it a pass on that. Yeah. Um, okay. And and yeah. Anyway, let's get into the story because yeah. everyone's going. What the hell? What the yeah. hell is this about? <laughs> so Blair works in a cafe and she works really hard because her mom is sick and she looks after her younger sister Emily. What we find out later on is that actually Blair was found on the doorstep as a baby, and then two days later. Her younger sister Emily was also adopted, so the mom is not actually blood related to either of her daughters. And the whole family is not blood related to each other, which is amazing. Like we've never had that before. We've never had that sort of family unit. Like essentially, orphan, foster children, adoption, sick mom, um, present in the story. Like very, very interesting dynamic going on there. The it's a sister. very mm. modern, a mod, a very modern family. Yeah, unit. yeah, very modern. Um, so the younger sister is obsessed with the charm school, which exists in the country that they live in, and as we've said, sort of annually they take on uh, women to train them up to be princesses or uh, lady royals, and. Um, well, that's just based on whether you are born with blood that is royal or not. And and once a year, they let a lottery winner in. So they let a commoner in. And so it sort of, this whole movie sort of defeats the purpose of this lottery contrivance, but allow it. And the reason Blair gets in, the, obviously Blair wins the lottery because Emily has put her name forward a million times all day, every day for the past year. So most of the things in the barrel are probably Blair's name. So Blair gets picked and Blair gets to go to Princess Charm School. That all happens very quickly and she's doing it because she wants to get a better life for her a her ill mother and her younger sister. Because they're very poor and they live in a shit part of town. So she goes over to Princess Charm School and of course it's very it's like Hogwarts meets high school meets so you've got all of the stereotypes here. You've got the like bitchy like girl whose mom is one of the teachers um so she's our they're our main villain they're like the hairspray mum and daughter michelle pfeiffer and Brittany snow (sighs) like very delancey is the girl and the mum is dame Dame devin Devin. (laughs) great names great look 
looked like they 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 look very similar to Barbie, but kind of relevant. So was it that Dame Devon was the sister-in-law to the royal family? So it's yeah. So it sounds like what has happened is is that Queen Isabella yes died in a car accident with her daughter, maybe others. Don't remember. And, yeah, and her husband. And I think Devin was her sister, or was Devin her lady royal? I think I think she might have been the lady royal. I think she was the sister-in-law because otherwise she's not blood. Yes, to, true. yes, she's sister-in-law it, it of the late Queen Isabella. It doesn't really matter it for does reasons. Matter. <laughs> well, for reasons, yeah, it will matter. But in, in the, the exact thing, for, for reasons, her daughter. She's a teacher at the school. Yeah. Um, although under the auspices of mrs privet who's also fantastic oh, i liked her she she was she was funny Great um, um but her daughter delancey adding to the huge liturgy of ridiculous fucking names in barbie movies yep. but delancey is her daughter but she's also about to be crown princess of gardenia yes so she's so 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 she's the she's the queen bee she's she's, she's Regina destined George. allegedly yeah um, and she comes with her own children oh the be- Portia is it who we're talking about yeah. who is quite possibly my favourite character in all twenty odd movies we've watched so far I don't great. know why. He's hilarious. So basically, whatever Portia is on, I want some. I'm doing dry January, but I don't give a shit. Like, Portia has this gorgeous, straight red hair and this very, very, very pale face and pointed chin and big, wide, very separate eyes. And she floats into every scene and says shit like, Oh, I didn't realise humans made clothes. I thought they came from elves, like toast. Which is just... That's an actual right, I, line from the movie. <laughs> when I when I watched it, I thought I can't wait to hit Emily's impression. I absolutely thought that. Oh, I nearly wrote that in my letterbox to just to give you a hint. So I'm, I, I was expecting. To, yeah, she's a complete vacant, spaced out valley girl. And another review I read said that um, oh, the girl from Mean Girls walks so Portia yeah. could run. Karen walks <laughs> so was... Portia could run. It's so true. She's fully Karen from Mean Girls. Like, she's absolutely fantastic. She makes no sense. Someone was clearly just having the best time writing all of her lines. And her voice actress went to town as well. Um, yeah. Um, and, 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 yeah, she's got the funniest lines. But it does talk to a movie which is genuinely funny. Yeah. You know, like, sometimes the jokes are a bit corny. Yeah. Or this has got genuinely funny lines i mean they're not terribly deep necessarily but that line you just gave is just delivered brilliantly but it's it's not on its own it's it yeah there's just and there's there's visual jokes as well yes you know funny things happen to the fairies and stuff like that that don't really matter but they're there and they it's it's talking to this much more complex story both visually and the tale that's working linearly you know it's not it's not being it's not it's not like inception or something but compared to a lot of these films we've seen which are basically quest movies Mm. this is this takes time to do other shit as well and Porsche yeah Porsche is officially my favorite and I'm fucking disappointed to see there's no doll of Porsche available oh no that's such a 
All the other characters have a doll. This is quite doll heavy, but yes. That's rubbish. Porsche forever. That's just for Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening, Mattel. Release a Porsche doll in time for the Great Go. It put hope. Porsche makes oh my a God. cameo. If Porsche Great turned up in the movie. Oh my I'm... God, I'm missing it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, but yeah, so she's, she's Delancey's sort of little mate. Yeah, so it's so it's genuinely funny, and that really comes from Portia. It's genuinely intriguing. So uh, Blair starts charm school, and she's not very good. She's very clumsy, as is typical, and she doesn't quite know what she's doing, and she doesn't get the manners. And Dame Devon takes her for one of her first classes, and as she trips up, she helps her up, and then there's a real moment where she touches Barbie's face and clearly is like... And it genuinely, I was like doing a jigsaw puzzle while I was watching this. And it made me like stop and look up and be like, oh my God. Like, obviously I'm an adult and I've seen lots of movies before. So I imagine we, by this point, we've only had a hint that, oh, Isabella lost princess a little bit, little, little tiny little like snip, snippy. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not stupid. We know exactly where this is going. So of course you're like, Oh, great, Blair's the Lost Princess. Like the way that they reveal that to the audience, that Dame Devon has caught on to that and is now going to make Barbie's life a living hell. It's really tense. It lasts quite a long time, and like everyone in the ballroom is like, Dame yeah. Devon, what is it? And Barbie's like, what is it? And she's like, ah! and she like switches into like, you'll never do anything good here. You need to leave. And like it's just you're like, oh. What's going on? I mean, I know what's going on, but what's going on? Like, that's great. Like, it's really, really intriguing. Yeah, because Dame Devon is genuinely disarmed by this revelation, right? Mm. And normally, we've had similar revelations before, right? In other other ones, or they've been, or they know what's going on in advance. And there's a haughtiness, there's a superiority, there's an evil cackle. Ha, she's never going to be the princess. This was, Jesus fucking Christ. That's, that's Sophia fuck yeah okay yes and then and then, you know she catches her breath she thinks for a moment you see her thinking again not things that we're used to this is, is these subtleties and characterization mm-hmm. that i'm not used to in these movies even the good ones right are yeah. uh, this is this there's just something more going on it said i know it's a direct i don't i think it's a direct we haven't seen before there's something about it about the writing um in a 70 odd minute movie that mm. enables enables it to doesn't quite play with conventions but it delivers quite a conventional idea really really well yeah it's and solid. i loved it yeah and you and you're absolutely right that's a key scene and it's more about that she's disarmed by the revelation rather than and she has to sort of gather herself but it's all done in the acting and in the face yeah. work and in an animated barbie movie like it's mm. it's so commendable there's one Chaos in this movie. We have a typical scene where Barbie comes in and a, a dog bounds up to her and pushes her over and licks her face and it's shorthand for the audience. Oh, Barbie's a good person because the dog trusts her and la la la. And the principal comes out and she's like, oh, that dog's usually really shy, but she really likes you and his name's Prince. And you're like, yeah, 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 we get it. Barbie's a sweetheart. She's basically Snow White. We're all on board. But... The reason we have that scene is because it it basically leads to the unveiling of the twist in the third act where we see that dog as a puppy in a portrait that confirms that 
actually, it was a dog that grew up with a baby Blair, aka Sophia, and the dog literally recognised her from her past and is like a family member. So it's simple stuff, but just really cool, unveiling, like, I'm happy with my little simple Barbie movies, and yet they keep giving me things to feast upon. I'm like, yum, Again, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be honest, I hadn't twigged the dog thing. I, 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 as always, when a fucking animal comes on in these movies, I am very <laughs> you're, critical you're towards pre- them. You're, you're prepared to be horrified. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping, don't talk, don't talk, don't talk. But it doesn't. It's just very friendly to her, right? It's just a nice dog. I, like, like you said, I just assumed it's just because, you know, um, also named Blair is just a nice person. Yeah, shorthand. And then to find out that, as you said, the, the the reveal that it's a dog that's known her when she was a baby is fucking brilliant. It's fantastic. And and it, it just, don't wanna, I don't want to make again. Don't want to make out this is Inception or anything. Yeah. Or, or this isn't this isn't this isn't an Agatha Christie level <laughs> mystery. It's all fairly obvious and routine and trope laden, mm. but it's delivered so well. It's just really strong. They don't waste time with it all. Everyone's endearing. This is the thing, it's endearing. There was a moment I was watching it and my brain was telling me like <clears throat> oh, oh gosh oh gosh, this is this is a cringy 2000s movie but my reaction in the moment was one of charm and endearment and they are they are in the big ballroom and they're having a big ball lesson to, with dancing and they've invited the princes from the prince academy down the road along to partner up so of course this is where we meet essentially our little ken who again is has a personality and is funny and him and barbie share some banter and it's a fun little relationship even though we only get to see like three minutes of their relationship in the entire 80 minute movie what they do share is cute and endearing and they'll start dancing Delancey tries to trip Barbie up uh Ken catches her and then they go into this more sort of modern you know how kids do they do it in the goblet of fire you'll have the traditional ballroom bit and then the kids will be like screw this old man what's up my cool dudes let's do some jiving and some dancing and it's like usually really cringe and you're like yeah i guess that's what teenagers are like but please stop you're making my eyes hurt it was they pulled it off they pulled it off largely thanks to that prince with the glasses that gets paired yes who again just doesn't say a goddamn word is on screen for like one minute if that steals the show steals it yes they kind of do ravey line dancing (laughs) i mean it's it's weird but again other reviews he's many people's favorite character (laughs) as well (laughs) like you say this they're just they're just moments yeah um and yeah it is it but is what a little should have been cringe. so cringe was just but, but charming. It's... I was like, oh, this is sweet. And then before you know it, again, as always, when they do these things properly and well, it's over. It's over before you you have time to be like, oh, I hate this. In, indeed. But then and and then just played back a little bit in the in the in the in the conclusion, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In the denouement, there's a little denouement. bit more. But it's 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 fine. It's it's not. It's better than fine. Because that's exactly the sort of thing that would make me go, oh, fucking hell. 
I, th- I think there was one of the movies before. I think you liked the dancing, and I felt it was unnecessary. Um, I do like the dancing. I think Twelve Dancing yeah. Princesses. Oh, yeah. I think I found it a bit. That was rotoscope oh. ballet. Like, how can you not like that? <laughs> oh, just, yeah, it's well, amazing. Yeah. And in, in this, here, this was... it's it's fine. It was short and sweet, and then at the end, it was very High School Musical, where they they hmm. literally played a song where it's like we're gonna rule different countries now that we've all graduated like it literally is something like that and they're doing like a mm, shuffle and a shimmy and a step turn like yeah great. It, it, I love it just it. reminded me when i was in texas and i went to a a, a bar and everyone started line dancing um oh, it, it, it's not it's, it's not quite achy breaky heart but <laughs> yeah it was it, but the thing is it's in, it's 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 thirty seconds, two minutes of the movie. It's great, it's great, it's and fun. and it gives, and it's fun, it's great, and it adds, you know, it shows that these kids are eight, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years old, not indeterminate age because everyone looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right with it. You haven't mentioned, however, Barbie's mates, yeah. Hadley and Isla. Hadley and Isla. So we mentioned Isla briefly. Um, but uh, Hadley's she's into football. In what, what did this come out? Two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. She's into football. We've got a primary named character who hangs out with Barbie, who is super into sports, particularly. I guess it would be soccer. If you're like, American, like ten plus years before the lionesses are gonna storm the euros and when i was growing up there was nothing on my radar that said that girls should do football other than she's the man and the whole point of that was that there was sexist barriers um bend it like beckham i guess is the other one which again but again barriers both bizarrely sort of the sex barrier isn't the problem there it's the race thing but yes it's rare it's rare and this film is you know it's taking a little bit there's it it, it, it's aware you know we talked already about mean girls yeah maybe a bit of bend it like beckham bit of this bit of that but not overwhelmingly so they're just little influences little influences that we haven't really seen before because usually barbie's friends don't have don't have anything and yeah like so so that one's personality is that she mixes music and that one's personality is that she's into sport but at least that's something usually their personality is that they hang out with barbie so we're like uh, at least it, given something to do here yeah to absolutely to, to see ourselves in to think about to pursue like it's just more options we're just thinking about who's watching this and what are they taking from it again i stressed in the last episode about the absolutely fantastic messaging children that that these movies are giving and this one pops it all again no one can make you feel inferior without your consent come on which is absolutely something flipping tables i had to learn that in therapy at like 29 (laughs) learning it from a fucking body movie back in 2011 yeah no and and i think that that theme you know it, it it's not over is it the 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 oh mrs privet says it to to blair, blair and then blair repeats it to the girls as an inspiration later on that's 
it, it, it there's this brevity and 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 just it's it's there throughout the movie but it's not it's so strong but it's not because it's like delancey can do whatever the hell she pleases it's not going to work because i'm not gonna let Mm. it work and that's not cowardly it's not if anything that's brave and strong i know who i am and obviously it ties into much bigger things Mm. where it's like I'm, i'm literally the last princess guys um it also feeds into again we have another turnaround we have a, an enemies to lovers where delancey much, much quicker than you think she's gonna is, is just having changes of hearts and helping people out and and again really complex things because again she's under the thumb of her mother and she's it's her mom it's her mom like that's a big thing. We we know what Blair's relationship with her mum is and what she's doing for it. So, of course, we're going to mirror that with Delancey. Why would she disobey her mum? Why would she not follow her mum's rules? She does. She branches out on her own and she take, she has courage and she learns it from Barbie. And she, she changes her mind and she helps Barbie and her friends do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And then when her mum is taken away the prison at the end of the film we get a moment with Delancey to experience that to be like oh my god that's my mom who raised me and has supported me and has fucking thrilled for me being taken away and yet here I am on the right side of history and that's still a very hard thing to deal with as like a 17 year old I just thought it was really cool I, I again, the fact that she turned to Barbie's side in and of itself isn't necessarily a surprise. I think no. you would that that's one of the two ways that can go. That's not that's a bite, you know. Yeah, or she would become double a down. villain. Yeah. yeah, so absolutely. But the fact you see her break, and there's a moment. There's a there's a there's a the weird bit where Dame Devin is talking about knocking down the tenements yeah, and turning it into a park which is a bit weird like that was her plan that's what that's where this is all coming to she bit odd but never mind in order to do some building work okay I'll allow it. yeah i'm guessing i'm guessing it's because she wants to make sure that any evidence of uh sophia's the princess Sophia's existence has disappeared. I'm sure there's yeah. more to it, but it's a bit weird. But you just see Delancey again. It's in the animation. It's in the look. Nothing is said. It's like just there's there's, there's a she looks at, at the Barbie at Blair. She looks at us. She she and and you see again. You just see she doesn't have to say anything. It's all mm. in the animation. It's all in the storyline. And yes, five minutes later, again, you think. She's caught them in the act of doing something. And no, and she becomes an, a, a proper protagonist mm. in finding out the truth. And yeah, okay, we also see her do it when she sees the... Because she overhears them talk about the picture, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. And then she goes and looks at the picture. And there's no making that... You know, again, easy thing. Oh, I better hide that picture. Because that picture's evidence, right? That That Barbie basically looks exactly like... Dead Queen, Queen <laughs> yeah. and, and, and blah blah blah. But that wouldn't that have been the easy fix? Get rid of yeah. the painting, but burn it, rip it. But no, it, and again, you just see she doesn't say anything. She doesn't have a discussion with anybody about mm. this. It's all in. Can I say in the acting? Yes. 
I think they can because they're giving these characters room to breathe. They're giving these characters acting opportunities in a way that we've perhaps not seen before. You, especially in an animation, especially if you're on a budget, you're going to want to just give mm. the frames to the story and put what is necessary. And so when you take the time to do these um, side gags or visual things or moments of acting for major characters, that's thoughtful and brilliant storytelling using the medium at hand. But again, no one's really expecting from a Barbie movie, except now I'm finally settled in this moment where I'm like, I have a, I have a bark for these things now and I want to keep hitting that bar and I really hope that we do and I'm really worried I know we've got a mermaid tail too coming up I really hate which is it. well thought of by the way um so I just had a quick look I just wanted to check so the writer is again is Elise Allen who last time I checked up the writer I'm pretty certain it was either a mermaid tail or Thumbelina which are two of the worst <laughs> we ones <hate> <laughs> But she also wrote Fairytopia. Well, she's written the best and the worst. As far yeah. as she's written Fairytopia and Mamadia. She wrote um, Christmas Carol. She wrote Fashion one. Fairy Tale and A Fairy Secret, which I think no. oh, we yeah, I love both them. loved. And she's got some more to come. She, however, did write Magic of the Rainbow, Thumbelina and A Mermaid Tale. So I think yeah. it comes and goes. But it is quite clear that some of our favourites, and especially in this sort of phase two, Yes. Right. I'm, I'm going to give her a pass in a mermaid tale. I didn't like it for slightly different reasons than you did. I just thought it was like a retelling of something we'd seen before. Yeah. And I didn't like, you know, that, that, that mishmash of modern and the sort of traditional Barbie fairy tale didn't quite work. Mm-hmm. But of course, you can actually see that for actually, that's what they did with Fashion Fairy Tale, with a fairy sacred, with with charm school these worlds of where a contemporary world where magic happens that's her jam and maybe we just see mermaid tail and even to an extent thumbelina as a the the, the starting of that journey and this yeah. to me is is each one of these movies since has had much more complexity there's really interesting characters there are 20 fucking movies in and re- i'm still getting interesting side characters yeah yeah this and this one's full of them you know we're on a we're on a roll the last couple of movies and this one are they're really they're solid not, they're solid yeah, they're really solid but they're, they're just really solidly written and they just get and it's they're just smarter different. and smarter like in mm. this one, all of the intrigue behind the unveiling of the what happened to the monarchy, like the the whole like oh the car crash and oh was did the baby survive? Like it, it like true crime podcast at the Princess Charm School. Um, the way Hadley talks as a friend, the way that they'll just be like together doing something, and she'll be like, "What's your top five favorite things that you're looking forward to to seeing in the palace?" And like it, that's. That's real. That's real dialogue. That's like what real people sound like when they're hanging out with their friends. Like that's again just really endearing and thoughtful stuff. And um, I guess the last bit about this movie that we need to mention is it sort of goes a little Mission Impossible, which again is just really fun and interesting. And and maybe what I wanted all along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll never tire of movies that have the red laser lights. 
that that you have to sort of sneak through to get to the treasure. Um, but it has all that and passwords and keypads and computers. Yeah. But it also has magic crowns that glow when it's on the right head. It's the and best both worlds. It, it is it is hannah montana (laughs) is that indeed um yeah it's 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 kind of postmodern. i guess is the is the old phrase we'd used to use in media studies Mm. in that it's sort of reinventing whilst keeping all these old cliches in place but just just having a look at them in a slightly different way and i love the i love the way that yeah, like you said, like they talk like proper people talk. Yeah. Ish, you know, you know, it's not it's not like, I don't know, a mumblecore movie or something. Yeah. But it it it's it feels legitimately like these people are real people that are having conversations and my God, how many you know, I what's what are you looking forward to? And listing it, like you said, what are the five things you're looking forward to or something like that is what they say, isn't it? And yeah. it just feels like yeah, I, I, that feels like what people would say. And there's a genuine excitement about going to the castle as well when you think, hang on a minute, these two, Isla and Hadley, are actually legit princesses, right? Don't know where mm. they're from. But you would have thought, they've probably grown up. Why are they? Because what I'm getting to that is because Delancey says, literally, I was raised in this castle. Why is it going to be exciting to me? <laughs> but the other two are really excited about it because they're interested in the conspiracy. They're interested in what happened and all these stories. And like I said, I, I'm pretty certain there's a there's a, there's a a Lady Diana, oh, Princess Diana sure. sort of idea going yeah, on here. Yeah. 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 And, but again, it never really... I don't think it says that Dame Devon created the car crash. I think it was just that she, she took advantage of it. To getting rid of um, the baby, the, probably. The, the like, she orchestrated the deaths, she basically admits to, yeah. live on camera. There's, there's, <laughs> because her password hint is something along the lines of the day it all came together. Yeah. And and so I I I've, yes, because so that's fucking dark. If she basically to... yeah, if she basically arranged the deaths, then that's bloody dark. It's really um, dark, and that's basically the implication. Like in order to get Delancey without... on the throne, she killed her sister-in-law and brother. She yes. killed her own brother and, for the throne. And 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 but. And who put the baby on the doorstep? Did we find that out? I don't know that we find that out. I imagine somebody just found the baby in the trash, or maybe, maybe. No, could no, we see it? We could we see the? Oh no, because Emily gives her a picture, doesn't she? Yeah. Showing her on the doorstep. She says, "Oh, my sister loves that." I lo- yeah. I love how that's the first time it's mentioned. Yeah. Is the is exposition that, you know, of like, oh, it's. It's a crayon drawing my little sister drew of the day that I was abandoned on my uh, adoptive mother's doorstep as a child orphan. Oh, good times, good times. Because they don't, because they don't mention it at all in the in the sequence we have at the beginning. Because it takes a little while to get to Princess Charles. Yeah. There's quite a lot of build up, but that bit just isn't mentioned. It's so and... funny. It's just like bam, adoption plotline, and you're like, wait, what? But I wasn't that surprised because. 
I I had realised that she was Princess Sophia quite a long time ago. Right. That is just a clue that's been unearthed, right? Yeah. And fine. Also, if I'm going to criticise the movie, the fact that Emily is off screen for, uh, outside of the first and last five minutes is the only thing that I'm going to criticise it for because I'd like to have seen... Because I imagine the most of the movies actually taken place over a year. Yeah. It, it, it looks like it takes place over a week, but I'm imagining it's taken place over a year. <coughs> and and it would have been nice to see Barbie interact with Emily a bit more visually because she obviously yeah. loves her little sister very much and her mother very much. And the fact that they're only, only booked. But, mate, I am picking at this film if that's what I'm... <laughs> yeah. If that's what I'm most upset about right i'm going to give all the general law of how this place works a pass and yeah i just like i just like a little bit more but i genuinely believed it because there's enough done i guess at the beginning to show that emily loves her sister her sister loves her um she's not going to change her name at the end which is interesting as well you know so so that that life she's not throwing oh it's lovely Sorry, we've gone through this in a very random way today, but I think it's because yeah, we're both kind of excited about I it. I almost <laughs> wanted to tell you to be like, go and watch it. I think it's on Netflix. Like, watch it. It is, it like, is. It's just so good. Yeah, so, of course, this is one of the DVDs that worked. Um, but I'm not going to, I don't feel bad about that, because I tell you what, this might be one I would show somebody. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, people... Pe- People in my real world often say, or in other podcasts, you know, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I don't care. And I explain, you know, we, we, I explain the premise of the podcast and blah, blah, blah. And then they will ask, you know, we'll name a Barbie movie that is worth watching. And I could reach back to, you know, some of the classics we know about, Fairytopia or... Uh, um, Three Musketeers or Twelve Dancing Princesses, but I think they are quite. I'm not going to get many grisly fifty-year-old men to watch them. No. On the other hand, there's so much smart stuff going on in this one. Yes, it's still about little girls wanting to be princesses, but there's I don't know I don't know what it is. It's 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 yeah. really charmed me, and it is like I say, like like I say, we've got another. F- tough old conversation coming up about where we're going to put this on the list oh god i mean i'm scooting it right up past all of the mids let's scoot on up honestly i was looking at the list earlier and i was like you know that where we thought the top three was a lock-in forever honestly i didn't think anything was going to scratch that top three and that top three's now moved more than anything else oh boy is this better than a fairy secret I'm getting the list up as well. I wish I, wish I could like tie it. I don't think so. So a fairy secret. Which yeah, one was I the fairy secret? That, that was that last, that was episode. last week's. Yeah. I think. See, I'm going to give Porsche's going to get an extra mark. I know. I'm. I would. I. And I, I think we still need to recognise Mamadia as an One important the, moment. Yeah, it's true. I would stick it 
at number five okay. between Mamadia and Mariposa. Yeah. I fear. I, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, which does push Dance 12 Dancing Princesses out of the top 10. Wow. Which, again, <laughs> I never expected to happen. Oh, I know. This is insanity. So I mean, ten. I don't know. Oh, wow. how, 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 I, t- t- are you, are you right. happy with I think fifth? I was giddy coming off the back of it, but having I was also editing a fairy secret earlier, and it was just hit after hit after hit with a fairy secret. Um, just to uh, confirm and concrete the gayness in this movie, Delancey is uh, Blair is asked who she wants her like princess royal to be. Her like. Her wife, she's who she's, her royal wife is going to be, and she chooses Delancey, and the two hold hands and embrace, and they're married now officially under the eyes of the monarchy. So that's why this movie is the gayest. Um, and then she has a dance with Ken, but that's irrelevant. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a very Ken-like movie. It's, um, the, the biggest male character is that dog. <laughs> yeah. Which is fan freaking tastic because usually we're fighting to to pass the Bechdel test, and yet here we are in most Barbie movies with friends and lovers and mothers and sisters, and it's just we're just brimming with women, and it's fantastic. So there is the the only the the, the guy with the most is the is her is the bodyguard driver fella. Yes, it's Rock. Is that his name? Something like that. Something something ridiculous. Who? He's Scottish, and he. Has like nine lines, I guess. Yeah, and, and, it's like and a about secondary five antagonist. Yeah, again, no, yeah, again, yeah. But I'm just thinking, he's, he's the it. only guy. This is, this is, this is the most female-led movie. It is whatever the opposite. Well, not the opposite. <laughs> whatever the male equivalent. It's it's failed the whatever the Bechdel test is for men. For men, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, that's I every didn't... single movie ever. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. But it didn't bother me at all that there's no male characters. Well, no. Why should it? Because if the characters are good, it doesn't matter what they are. Mm. And the fact it is this strangely female-led world. But mm. that's cool. I, I'm, it's not... It's just, you know what? It never just, now, now you've brought attention to it, I'm noticing yeah. it. We're living in a At the world time, that all the leadership are female. And like we've, we've sort mm. of been living in those worlds when we come to Barbie anyway. But yeah, this explicitly is a world where every country is run by a woman who goes to a specific boarding school in order to go back and run their country. And it and it's, it has to go through the women. The line is led through the women. That's well, amazing. Although, although there is a mirror film where it's all happening at the Prince Charming School where they could say That's the same thing. But let's just, let's, just, <laughs> let's just stick with your <laughs> view of it. Yeah. I like I like to think it's a partnership is what's happening, but it yes. doesn't it doesn't matter. Also, you know, Hadley and Isla, right? I mean, they're they're a couple too. Well, yeah, yeah, they're a couple. Yeah, they were they were a couple before Barbie even joined the school. So Absolutely. that's that, fine. <laughs> and they were just nice. I like them because there was no. I don't know. They yeah. just they just accept her. They're in. Very cute. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bang. Instantly, they were just like, "Hey, new best friend." And it's like and and just yeah. involved her, and there was none of this. Yes, yes, Delancey was a cowbag. But very Blair. briefly, and not that bad. A 
apart from when he chopped up all her clothes. <laughs> no, that was that was Dame Devon sending her yeah. fairy servant off to do that. That had nothing to do with that. That's right. Thing. Yes. So this is just a quick one. Those fairy servants. Yeah. That they're, they're a bit. So you yes, join right, the you boarding about the... school and you get given like a fairy, and the fairy is like, "Miss, can I help you?" And they like manicure your nails for you and fetch your things and guide you around and do your bidding, no matter how dark it may be. Mm. Weird. <laughs> I don't have much more to say about it than that. Yeah, but they, they're good and bad. That That's the weird thing, that, that, that they'll just they, do they whatever reflect, they're told. Yeah, they just do what their master, as it were, bids them. Yes. And, and Very revel weird. in it. So they'll come back and high five once they've done a mischief, or they'll giggle evilly in the corner once they've done a mischief. So I don't know if it's like Tinkerbell, where they can only have one emotion at once, and you're sort of tied to your human, and so you just reflect their emotions. It's mm. again really interesting, bizarre concept that has lots of thought around it. If you wanted to delve deep into it, like you could have a whole conversation about what the hell they are. And where they've come from and why they exist. And do, do normal people get them? Or do you only get them if you attend the Princess Charm School? Do the men have an equivalent? Are they like demons in the Philip Pullman world? Like, what's going on? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and I just, I was just having a look. The directors, this is this is not a William Lau joint. This is um, Ezekiel Norton. Oh. And I think this is his first Barbie movie. Okay. I assume it's a guy. But Ezekiel is normally biblically a guy. Yeah. Um, and he's going to do Princess and the Pop Star, Pearl Princess, Barbie and Princess Power, which is another one I'm looking forward to, <laughs> <laughs> and Barbie Video Game Hero. So actually, two or three of them I have looked on my shelf and thought, oh my God, that sounds dreadful. But this has <laughs> actually filled me full of hope. Yeah. I see Morwenna Banks who I think I brought up in A Christmas Carol. Yes, she was Eden. Yeah, um, obviously quite a major British actress, also voice worker, comedian, that's the word. So she's yes. she's in that. I mean, she's got tons of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's quite nice to see that voice back. She's fantastic um, here as yeah, well. Her character's brilliant. Yes, she's Dame um, Devin, right? No, she's uh, Miss isn't she of course she is yes of course she is yes 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 and that's another one of my favorite characters yeah are you missing are you missing kelly sheridan because i've got to be honest i thought i would more i know i know and i feel awful i'm like if you're listening i'm so sorry i just i didn't even think to think this time around you know i was just enjoying everybody's vocal performances that i yeah i oh i'm sorry i didn't not missing you as much as I thought I would. Yes. Anyway, I think we um I think we both love this. It was, and and it's yeah. ranking will be on. But it's in the top it, five. It, 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 well it is, and it's got you just want to look at its letterbox rating. It it's phenomenal. And but I get it. I think I, mean, I know that some of it's just people having a laugh, but I do genuinely think this is this is the new standard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm now going to be pissed if the standard drops. Cool. Yeah, I will be. Crit I will absolutely be criticizing future movies if they don't have this 
depth of character and subtlety of plot and yeah. moments. You know, I'm, I'm all right with them really being high now. Yeah, I'm all right in this sort of phase two world of contemporary stories with with a little bit of magic. That's all right. I'm all right with that. We're in a we're in that world. But yes, groovy. Loved it. Everyone else should go and watch it. Please go and watch it. As I say, I think all of these phase twos are on Netflix. I've run out of DVDs now. That was my final DVD. After I bought this DVD box set like 10 years ago, I finally worked my way through it. Um, and I'm going to be moving over to Netflix going forward. So, uh, top five. Top five, Prince, Barbie Princess Charm School. Uh, number four is Barbie Fairytopia Mermaidia. Number three is Barbie Fairy Secret. Number two is still the Princess and the Pauper. And number one is Barbie and the Three Musketeers. The movie that introduced the world to feminism. So, <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. <laughs>